And we're transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale area. So please keep us in prayer for the technology that everything will work out without any problems. And well, of course, today we're going to be talking about a very important subject called the second coming of the Lord Jesus. And we'll be looking at Acts chapter 1, verse 11, Revelation 22. In Matthew chapter 24, about this wonderful event that is to come. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. I'd be happy to, Pastor Vic. Thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this time together to study your word, to, to get excited about who you are, about your return, Lord. And we are just anxious for you to come back, Lord, and set up your kingdom here on this earth. And we do pray, Lord, you'll bless all those who are listening in. They have questions to call in, Lord, and give us the answers. And, Lord, may this time just, just greatly edify those who love you and uh, bring those who don't know you as Savior uh, knowledge and understanding of you in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Nathan. And, of course, our lines will remain open in case you would like to call in with a question or a comment uh, for Nathan or myself. The local number is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. Our lines will be open. We would love to hear from you. Call us or text in your question or your comments. And, of course, today's program is sponsored by The Truth Will Set You Free Ministry and also Calvary Chapel Aventura. More information at calvaryaventura.com or on Facebook at JN832. Well, Nathan, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you for joining me once again. Well, hey, brother, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure, too. You know, we missed a week there, Nathan, because, you know, you guys had this incredible conference, and you know I'm not going to let you off the hook without you talking to us a little bit about this conference. Well, Lamb and Lion Ministries, uh, that's the ministry I serve, uh, hosts an annual conference every year here in the Dallas area. And uh, what we do is uh, this year's conference was America's Spiritual Crisis, because as you know, America is having a terrible spiritual crisis right now. And uh, so we brought in a bunch of speakers who are experts on the subject to talk about it. We also streamed it online. We had uh, 6,000 people join us. Online. Wow. We had 1,000 there and 6,000 online, including your church, Calvary Chapel Aventura. Praise the Lord. Yes. And uh, we'll be offering a DVD if anyone missed it and they want to catch up on it. But uh, each year we hold it. I, I invite people to come on out here to Dallas next year about this time, and we'll have another conference about uh, the theme. I don't have the exact title, but it's about the nations and rebellion against God. That is and, amazing. Uh, we just invite people. They can also get online. We'll be streaming it again. Lord willing, we're here. I'm hoping we'll be raptured up to heaven before then. <laughs> Oh, amazing, Nathan. And you know, actually, I have you on T-Wave.TV, so I actually have your website and everything pulled up behind me in a big screen. So oh, also, Nathan, yeah, if you can give some information regarding your, your website, where people can get more information and maybe how to order it. Sure. People can come to our website at www.lamblion.com. Our ministry is Lamb and Lion Ministries because Jesus came first as a lamb to suffer and die for our sins. But he's coming back as a roaring lion, a conquering king. So it's Lamb Lion Ministries, lamblion.com. There you can find a wealth of articles and uh, publications like our Lamplighter magazine. Particularly, you can find our television show, Christ and Prophecy, which is not only online, but it's on major networks, 15 major networks across the world. I've even watched our TV show in Israel once, and uh, you get Daystar, the church channel. And if uh, we have an online store or resource center, and uh, there you can pre-order the conference album right there. It's called America's Spiritual Crisis. 
Amazing. Thank you so much, Nathan. Of course, for those of you that are tuned in via radio and you can't see the program, uh, all that information, again, is uh, you'll be able to pick it up, hopefully, when we upload all this to YouTube on our live channel. So, Nathan, thank you so much. I think it was just amazing. And, of course, I'm hoping, Nathan, that maybe uh, one of these days we can have Dr. Reagan and, and, and maybe yourself to talk to us about just a recap of the uh, wonderful conference because this uh, America's Spiritual Crisis Every speaker that you guys invited were just incredible. So I definitely would encourage anyone tuned into this program to men or the DVD sets. It was uh, it's a worth worth investment. Uh, I was telling our congregation, Nathan, when we were streaming this live, that it, th this was worth a semester uh, in Bible college. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes. There's a lot of information there. They covered topics about uh, Dr. Reagan covered a kind of an overall uh, a different uh, I don't know, categories, I guess you could say, of where America's facing spiritual crisis. And each of our different speakers then cover different aspects, like in the church, in the culture, in the politics, yes. and uh, in ourselves, and where the spiritual crisis is coming. And we're having a spiritual crisis because we are abandoning God in yes. the United States. And, and that's why our nation is suffering and falling apart. And that's what our experts covered and talked about. So I am so glad that you got to share that with the T-Wave radio audience. Yes, we sure did, Nathan. And we're actually rebroadcasting a number of those uh, sessions uh, uh, there during the day. So anyone that tunes into T-Wave.org, they'll be able to catch some of these incredible uh, teachings by Dr. Reagan and some of the other speakers. And we hope that when, with your permission, Nathan, we hope to continue to air some more of them, you know? Oh, please do, man. Please do. Thank you. And of course, for those that are watching on twave.tv, uh, the handsome looking guy there on their website, that's Nathan Jones with the black <laughs> shirt. And that's uh, Dr. Reagan with a grayish, uh, bluish shirt there. So uh, lamonline.com, a lot of wonderful information. So Nathan, thank you uh, for that information and thank Dr. Reagan for me, uh, for okay. the wonderful ministry that you guys uh, continue to bring forth the truth of the gospel uh, and the soon return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which brings us right, Nathan, to today's topic as we're going to be talking about the second coming uh, of the Lord Jesus. And this is really, really, truly an amazing uh, topic because even amongst Christian, Nathan, there's individuals that are still confused about the rapture, the second coming, and uh, who it pertains, when it's going to happen. And uh, I wanted for us to look there in Acts chapter 1, verse 11, Nathan. If you happen to have that, would you be able to read that verse for us? Sure, I'd be happy to. Acts chapter 1, verse 11. It reads, Who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Amen. Thank you so much. And Nathan, of course, as we start, I believe, uh, you know, just to clarify some confusion, but can you talk to us briefly uh, about the rapture, right? And then can you talk to us a little bit about uh, the second coming? Would you be able to do that for us about the rapture to clarify uh, some of these matters? Certainly, certainly. Well, the second coming of Jesus Christ is the most talked about prophetic subject in the entire Bible, that Jesus is coming back to set up his kingdom, to rule and reign on this earth, is the number one topic in the Bible. And it's all part of the redemption of us and uh, of God's plan for returning humanity back to God. And so, actually, in the Old Testament, 500 verses in the Old Testament talk about Jesus' second coming, and one in every 25 verses in the New Testament talk about Jesus' second coming. So God wants us to know 
that Jesus is coming back. He is, <laughs> and matter of fact, you can go down to the last thing that's even in the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, verse 20. Jesus said, surely I am coming quickly. So we know that Jesus is returning. Now, it seems like it's been 2,000 years, man. And for humans, that's like, well, that's not quickly whatsoever. But for God, uh, you know, a, a thousand years is like a day to him. So if it's been two days for God, it's quickly for him. <laughs> we but, need to be patient. <laughs> yeah, but that can also be interpreted that when Jesus returns, bang, he's coming quickly, just like a surprise. Now, his second coming, his return, is actually a return in two stages. The first stage is called the rapture, or the rapture of the church, which you can find in First Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15. And that's about how Jesus will come to the clouds. He doesn't come to the earth. He stops in the clouds, and he calls up those who have accepted him as Savior, all those who have accepted him, you and me, Pastor Vic, uh, those listening in who have asked Jesus to be their Savior, will be raptured up, will be taken up into heaven to be with the Lord forever. Then, seven years on this earth, without the restraining influence of the Holy Spirit through the Church, literally all hell breaks loose on the earth. Every evil desire of man will happen. It will be like the days of Noah, Jesus said, Matthew 24 that it'll be that evil again. And God will judge the earth with 21 judgments upon the earth to bring people to their knees to accept Jesus as Savior. But many people will not. And the whole world will gather against the Christians of that time, the people that get saved, they're all called tribulation saints, and against the Jews. And it, we, by the time we get to the very end of those seven years of tribulation, all the nations of the world are gathered against the Jews in Jerusalem to Amazing. destroy all the Jews. And that's where we get the second coming. Wow. I mean, that's, that's amazing, Nathan. And of course, you know, there's hope for us, of course, for the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, for the believers in Christ. And this is why we, we want to encourage anyone that's tuned into the program. You know, there is hope. The hope for the future is found in our relationship with the Lord, and these things are going to come to pass. But as Nathan is uh, encouraging us, those of you that are tuned in, now is the time to prepare ourselves, and one of the best preparations is through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But Nathan, thank you so much, because there's also individuals out there that are not too familiar with the rapture of the church and also how all these events uh, are going to line up. But yes, continue, Nathan, please. Sure. Uh, well, Jesus explains that when you talk about hope, I mean, it sounds like a scary thing, the return of Jesus Christ, the return of the King. If, if you've seen any of those Lord of the Rings movies, right. you know, and Aragorn at the very end, he comes back to sit in the throne that's been empty for like a thousand years, and he is the return of the King to that middle or to that storyline. But the King of the universe, Jesus Christ, is coming to set up his kingdom on earth, and we can read about that. Uh, there's a number of, you mentioned Matthew 24, there's parallel passages in Luke 21, in Mark 13, but let me read uh, Luke 21, 25 through 28, because it's interesting about the day of the Lord's return, and it's this, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations, with perplexity of the seas and the waves roaring. So in other words, we're talking about the, the seven-year tribulation where the earth is going to be devastated, and, and half the population of the planet, three and a half billion people, will be dead just in the first year, and wow. horrible, horrible things come to the earth. And so verse 26 says, Men's hearts, failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. So these people during that time period will be the worst in human history, and they'll be terrified. And at the very end, verse 27, Then they will see the Son of Man, that's Jesus Christ, coming in the cloud with power 
and great glory. And now, when these things begin to happen, look up, lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. In other words, your salvation, your rescue. When Jesus returns, he rescues his people on this and, planet, and he defeats evil. And so that's a time of, of terrible dread of people fearing the Lord's return. Those who have rejected Jesus know that he's returning as a judge to judge the earth. But for those who have accepted him as Savior, he's coming as a king and rescued, rescuer to rescue people from the evil that will be on this earth. That is amazing, an amazing passage, Nathan. And also I love it there because it talks about how Jesus is coming uh, with his angels and a great sound of a trumpet. Like you mentioned in verse 31, they will gather together the elect from the four winds uh, from the earth and, uh, and of heaven to, uh, to, um, to the other. And, and it's just going to be an incredible event, right, Nathan? I mean, this is just something that... Uh, uh, like you said, some some people, so hearts are going to fail, and, and it's just going to be something incredible. And of course, we know that. Of course, we're not going to be here, right, Nathan? The church. No, no. Matter of fact, the church will be in heaven. And if you go to Revelation chapter 19, it explains the preparation of Jesus and the saints, us being prepared to come back with Jesus as he comes to defeat Satan, his Antichrist, his false prophet, the evil armies of the world that are attacking his people, and to, to defeat them and set up his kingdom. And I just love, Revelation 19 is amazing, because we get a view of Jesus Christ that we didn't get in the, earlier in the New Testament. You know, we, we saw Jesus as a suffering servant who, who wandered around, he was poor, he never had anything, and, and he <laughs> died on a cross for our sins. There was great suffering, great sorrow, and, you know, like a peasant, basically. But when you read <clears throat> Revelation 19, <clears throat> excuse me, then you get to see a whole new version of Jesus, the, the glorified Jesus Christ, and it starts in verse 11. Now I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, likely his blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, that's us, Vic, you and me, those of us who raptured off this earth, we are clothed in fine linen, white and clean, and we follow him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he will strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. That is the return of... I know, isn't it amazing? I mean, <laughs> we're talking about the King returning. And I, again, referring back to the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, Aragorn made an impressive return back to being king, but that's nothing. Nothing. Compared <laughs> to Jesus Christ opening up the heavens, coming along with all his saints and all his angels following, and he comes down to defeat the Antichrist and the false prophet, which we can read in verse 19 of chapter 19. I saw the beast, that's Satan, the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. So Satan tries to lead a human army against Jesus upon his return. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive, into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the rest were killed with the sword, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. 
and all the birds were filled with their flesh. So, man, when Jesus returns, he doesn't even need us or his angels That's to be right. fighting that army. Jesus himself, with just his words, makes people, uh, makes the enemy fall apart. He defeats Satan. He throws him into a pit for a thousand years. He sends the Antichrist and the false prophet to hell, and he sets up his kingdom here on this earth. That is amazing. And, you know, Nathan, that's why, of course, whoever doesn't know how to ride horses, they need to prepare, right? <laughs> I was hoping, you know, for something cool like a muscle car or something. <laughs> but I think we're—and they must be, you know, some kind of angelic horses because obviously we're coming down from heaven, so I don't know if they're going to be on the ground or flying right. or, or what. I, you know, maybe they're <laughs> angels because, you know, angels have different shapes, and they're not all, you know, curly, blonde-haired guys with— big wings. Uh, the Bible explains many different types of angels. So I don't know, but yeah, we're going to be wearing white robes, which stand for the righteous acts yes. and the purification that Jesus gave us. And you know, we're Nathan, gonna... I, I stole that comment from Don Perkins. Remember he said that at one of his conferences about learning to ride the white horses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brother Don. He even has a picture, a, a drawing that someone tried to make of Jesus' return, and he'll point into this little guy in the back and said, that's me, that's Brother Perkins right there. <laughs> But, Nathan, this is a wonderful passage because, again, I thank you for uh, clarifying for us these these events and how oh, they're sure. going to line up, how they're going to take place, because there is a lot of confusion. And even amongst Christian, Nathan, some of them are freaking out because they confuse the rapture with the second coming and they think they're going to go through the tribulation. But as you're saying to us, these are separate events, right, Nathan? And the church is not going to be affected by this. Not at all. Not at all. Believers in Christ. Now, we have to suffer tribulations sufferings on this earth at the hands of man, the hands of Satan. You know, nobody lives on this earth without some kind of suffering in their lives. Right. The wrath of God is like the, the flood. It's, it's different. It's God's wrath upon this world. And Jesus promised in many places that the wrath of God is never meant for his children. Mm. And so we will be, as Jesus explains or through Paul in 1 Thessalonians 14, and um, excuse me, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15, that Jesus will return to take up his saints, his, those who have accepted him as Savior, up to heaven to avoid that seven years of tribulation that's come to the earth. And then we come back with Jesus to watch him defeat evil and set up his kingdom. That is amazing. And you're right, and you're right Nathan. First Thessalonians 5.19, the Bible says, For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the hope, right, Nathan? And that's why we're hoping that anyone that is tuned into the program right now would know that this program is about offering you hope. The Lord Jesus is coming. He's coming for those who have placed their trust in him. But we believe, right, Nathan, the time is running out. Would you agree? The time is running out. The signs of the times point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. We have many articles on our website at lambline.com. Uh, just look up signs of the times or just signs. And you can watch our shows and read our articles where we list out all the different signs that Jesus said uh, will be coming. As a matter of fact, we were talking about Luke 21 a little earlier, and Luke 21 gives you 10 signs right there that show that, that we are really getting close to the Lord's return. And I recommend anybody, if they really want to get to understand uh, the, the return of Jesus, and a great Old Testament chapter, an entire chapter dedicated to the Second Coming, is Zechariah chapter 14. Because there you can hear about the war, Jesus' return, what the day will be like, the peace that Jesus institutes, and then what the millennial kingdom, the 1,000-year reign of Jesus Christ on this earth will be like. Amazing, amazing. And, and, and Nathan, we, there's so many wonderful resources. As a matter of fact, even on the second coming, I think you guys wrote an article, right, on your website? 
Oh, we have a bunch of articles on, on the second coming as well as quite a number of articles on the rapture and, of course, a number of TV shows on those subjects as well. Because that's the purpose of Lamb and Lion Ministries. Our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We yes. know that Jesus is coming soon. We're excited about it. We want to tell people about it, and that's why this ministry exists. So we believe the Lord Jesus is coming soon to rapture his church. We don't want anyone to have to live through the tribulation, so we want to share the gospel with them. And so they're saved, and they participate in the rapture, and then get to return and see Jesus in all his glory come down, defeat evil, and set up his kingdom. That is amazing. And that's why, Nathan, you know, sometimes people get the wrong impression about eschatology and end time and Bible prophecy. And we want to encourage people to say it's not all about bad news. It's really more so that we can live lives that are pure so that we can be ready. Right, Nathan? Oh, exactly. You know, people get really hung up on the seven-year tribulation, eh? the mark of the beast, who the Antichrist is, you know, where is he going to rise from, uh, you know, all these different aspects of the tribulation. And certainly that's, that's vital Bible prophecy to understand. But 31% of the Bible is God's prophetic word. And the biggest subject in that prophetic word is the return of Jesus Christ to set up his kingdom. Terrible times are coming, but the Bible wants us to know that better times are coming after that. And then we got the eternal state. So the terrors of this earth are really short. You know, if you put up your fingers there and make a tiny little line there, you know, that's right. how the terrors of the world. But then spread your arms as far as they can. That's eternity, and that's the glory that we get to be with, with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Bible prophecy is about, the excitement of Jesus' return to set up his kingdom. And man, it is a kingdom of peace and righteousness and justice, no more corruption. That's right. Government, no more people starving, no more people sick, you know, just justice will rule and reign. There'll be plenty again. There'll be no wars anymore. It'll be a time I am so looking forward to. Hey, praise the Lord. And you know, no more credit cards, no more high tech. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no more wallowing in debt, no more being <laughs> slaves to that. There'll be work, of course, in the Millennial Kingdom, and then eternal state that is just rewarding. We'll have our new glorified bodies. Yes. Uh, there'll be peace until the very end that Jesus will release Satan at the very end of the Millennial Kingdom. So those who choose to reject Jesus, who are born during the Millennial Kingdom, can team up with Satan against God for one last battle. Because Jesus, throughout history... It's like a, a, a farmer threshing the grain. He takes the good grain in and he burns up the weeds. And that's what all of human history is. It's a, it's, a, it's a crop. It's a season of crops. And the Lord wants to spend eternity with people who love him. Mm. And that's what this 6,000 years of human history is, the, a gathering of people who want to love him so that, that choose to be with him throughout eternity. That is amazing. And you know, Nathan, you mentioned it is those that want to be with him because God is a gentleman. He doesn't push his way into anybody's life, right? Nathan, actually in Revelation right. 3 tells us that he's knocking at the door of the hearts of people. Nathan, can you talk to that person that maybe is tuned into the program right now that doesn't have a relationship with God, how maybe they can begin that relationship? Pastor Vic is so right. Jesus has said that he is on the door of our heart and he's knocking and he's waiting for us to let him in. And what we do is that we live under the wrath of God because we were born in sin. We sin. Right. If you've ever lied, if you ever cheated, you ever steal, you know that you are a sinner and that you face the judgment of God, the, the punishment of God. He is the judge of the universe, and we have to pay for those crimes. But Jesus Christ didn't want us to die and go and face that punishment of hell. He died on our behalf so that our sins fell upon him, mm. and that when we accept him in faith— 
as our Savior and as our Lord, then those sins are forgiven, the punishment is exonerated, and we can stand before God pure and holy. And that's what Jesus wants for you. He wants for you to accept him as Savior in your heart, in your faith. Pray, oh, dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. And Jesus promises to forgive you of your sins, to give you a new life and give you that hope that Vic and I were just talking about, that you can be saved, you can be raptured with the Church and spend eternity in heaven with the Lord and see him come back in his glory in the second coming. Mm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Nathan. And of course, if you need more information or how, uh, if you need to pray, you can always give us a call at 305-992-9537. We would love to pray for you and give you more information in the beginning, the wonderful relationship with the Jesus Christ. And also want to encourage those that are tuned into the program, stay tuned to the next session of this program. You're tuned into The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the second coming of the Lord. And Nathan, of course, this first session goes so quickly, but I want to thank you so much for joining me for this session and hopefully looking forward now to the next one. And we just want to encourage those that are tuned in that we're going to go to a uh, station break in a little bit, but we will be back. And of course, you can always um, give us a call here, 321 end time as well. And we would love to be able to uh, take your questions and your comment. You can always email us some questions at prophecy at and then we'll discuss them during the program. So we want to give you guys that opportunity to be able to also uh, shoot some questions at us and stay in touch with us. And of course, today's program is sponsored by The Truth Will Set You Free uh, Ministry and also Calvary Chapel Aventura. And you can find more information at calvaryaventura.com. And of course, during the week, stay tuned to the uh, um, programs here with Lamb and Lion Ministries at uh, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Christ in Prophecy. You don't want to miss these wonderful programs uh, here on uh, T-Wave.org. so when I also encourage you to uh, stay tuned during the week for various programs at 9 a.m. in the morning and uh, also the House of Prayer and the Pastor's Perspective here as well. And for those Calvary Chapel students on Tuesdays at 11 a.m., stay tuned for the Calvary Chapel Bible Prophecy School of Ministry uh, Radio Edition with various Calvary Chapel pastors talking about various uh, topics on eschatology and Bible prophecy. So Nathan, again, what a great pleasure uh, to have you on this program for this session. And I wanted to see if you can close this session out with a quick word of prayer. I'd be happy to, Brother Vic. Lord, we thank you so much for those who are listening in, Lord, who want to know your word. They want to know about your coming back. They're excited about your return. And we pray, Lord, that they will give their lives to you. They'll grow in their faith in you. And Lord, we just thank you for your return in your precious name. Amen. Amen, amen. Stay tuned for our next session. We'll be right back.
are listening to T-Wave, Calvary Chapel Spanish Radio. Y saludos a todos y bienvenidos a nuestro programa La Verdad Los Liberará, edición de Profecía Bíblica en el Radio. Yo soy Vic Batista, conmigo en el día de hoy Nathan Jones, el Web Minister con Lamb in Lion Ministry. En el día de hoy estamos tocando en el tema de la segunda venida de Jesucristo. De acuerdo a la palabra de Dios en el libro de Hechos, capítulo 1, versículo 11, Apocalipsis 22 y San Mateo, capítulo 24. Queremos invitar a ustedes que nos mantengan en oración lo que estamos transmitiendo en vivo de la área de Aventura y Hallendale aquí en la Florida. Igualmente nuestra línea van a estar abierta para eso que necesiten uh, oración o tengan una pregunta a través del tema. El teléfono es el 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. Y la línea va a estar abierta para que nos puedan llamar eh, con sus preguntas en el programa de hoy. Pero antes de comenzar, vamos a orar una vez más y pedirle al Señor que bendiga nuestro tiempo aquí. Padre, te damos gracias por esta linda oportunidad de estar aquí una vez más compartiendo tu palabra. Oramos a Dios que te abra nuestra mente, nuestros corazones para entender su palabra profética. Gracias por el privilegio de estar aquí, Padre, con Nathan. Que usted lo bendiga en nuestra conversación. Que toda palabra que salga de nuestra boca sea para edificar y para bendecir. En el nombre de Jesús oramos. Amén. El programa no ha sido posible por Calvary Chapo Aventura. El Ministerio de la Verdad los liberará. Más información a calvaryaventura.com o en Facebook a JN832. Así es que mi placer tener con nosotros aquí en el día de hoy a mi buen amigo Nathan Jones de Lamb in Lion Ministry. Nathan, thank you so much for being on the program. What a blessing to be here. Thank you, Pastor Vic. Le digo a Nathan que es un placer tenerlo aquí en el programa. And of course, Nathan, uh, as we shared earlier, you guys had this incredible conference uh, just a few days ago, the America Spiritual Crisis. And thank you so much for blessing us with that wonderful conference. I'm so glad that Calvary Chapel Aventure and the T-Wave radio folks were able to listen in and share in that conference with us. Le estaba dando la gracia a Nathan por la conferencia que acabaron de tener de el crisis de América espiritual. Y igualmente, él me estaba diciendo a mí muchas gracias porque nosotros tuvimos la oportunidad de poder eh, ofrecer eso a través del de Internet en vivo. So, Nathan, of course, uh, wanna just thank Dr. Reagan as well. Quiero dar la gracia a Dr. Reagan una vez más and that all the wonderful team there in Lamb and Lion y todo el, el lindo team que tienen ahí en Lamb and Lion. But Nathan, for those that maybe might want to order uh, a copy of the um, that conference, uh, can you give us again more information about your ministry and also where they can check that out? Más información le estoy pidiendo a Nathan para eso quieran ordenar la conferencia y para que quieran aprender un poco más a través de ese ministerio. Lamb and Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry proclaiming the soon return of Jesus Christ. Lamb and Lion Ministries is a ministry that proclaims the pronto venida of nuestro Señor Jesucristo. And we have a website at lamblion.com. Tienen un sitio en el web que se llama lamblion.com. We are called Lamb and Lion Ministries because Jesus first came as a suffering lamb to die for our sins. El ministerio se llama Lamb and Lion porque primeramente Jesucristo vino como un cordero para sufrir. But he's returning like a conquering lion to set up his kingdom on this earth. Amen. Pero va a regresar como un león para conquistar su reino en el futuro. So you can go to lamblion.com and find out all sorts of articles 
en elameline.com para encontrar toda la información que ellos tienen a través del ministerio. Y eso que están sintonizados a través de T-Wave TV, pueden mirar aquí el website de ellos y ahí del Dr. Reagan eh, and Nathan Jones. I'm just saying, Pastor Nathan, also, for those that are tuned in on T-Wave TV, that they are actually able to see the website here and see all the wonderful information. Oh, praise the Lord. We also have an online resource center where folks want to order any Bible prophecy information or our conference, America's Spiritual Crisis, they can do so through there. Amen. También tienen unos recursos que se lo pueden ordenar aquí en línea de la conferencia del Crisis de América Espiritual o cualquiera otro recurso que quieran ordenar. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. Sure. And we of also course, have a Spanish website, uh, a sister website called En Defense de la Fe. So if people only speak Spanish, they can go to that website. Excellent. También para eso que solamente hablan español, pueden ir a algunos recursos en español. And uh, what was that, that one again named the, in Spanish, the name? Uh, in Defensa de la Fe. Oh, en Defensa de la Fe. Igualmente pueden ir ahí para que tengan. Hey, hey, your pronunciation is good. The pronunciation está muy buena. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> in Defensa de la Fe, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, sharing the resource. Muchas gracias por compartir esos recursos. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. And of course, Nathan, thank you again for joining us in this wonderful topic, the second coming of Jesus. Gracias, Nathan, por ser parte de este programa, La Segunda Venida de Jesucristo. And Nathan, there's, of course, a little bit of a confusion when it comes to the rapture of the church and the second coming. Hay un poco de confusión cuando se habla del rapto de la iglesia y la segunda venida uh, de Jesucristo. And, and Nathan, would you be able to clarify for us a little bit? First, talk to us a little bit of, about the event of the rapture. And then we'll open up for the second coming. Le quiero pedir a Nate que primero nos hable un poco nosotros de lo que es el rapto de la iglesia. Y después vamos a hablar de la segunda venida. I'd be happy to. The rapture of the church is part of the second coming. Now, the second coming is the most talked about Bible prophecy in the entire Bible. El rapto de la iglesia es algo importante y también la segunda venida. Pero uno de los temas que se habla más en la Biblia es de la segunda venida de Jesucristo. 500 verses in the Old Testament and one in every 25 in the New Testament talk about Jesus' second coming. 500 versículos en el Antiguo Testamento, áreas que hablan de la segunda venida, y como cada dos versículos en el Nuevo Testamento hablan igualmente de la segunda venida del Señor. So the Bible, Jesus Christ, wants us to know about his return. It's very important. La Biblia y Jesucristo quiere que nosotros seamos, conozcamos de la segunda venida que él regresa y es muy importante. Now, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians 15, we're taught about the rapture of the church. En 1 Thessalonians capítulo 4 y en 1 Corintios capítulo 5, no habla del rapto de la iglesia. When I say church, I mean everybody who's accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. Y cuando habla de la iglesia, está hablando de toda persona que ha aceptado a Jesucristo como su Salvador. So the second coming of Jesus Christ actually happens in two stages. La segunda venida de Jesucristo ocurre en dos partes. The first stage is the rapture of the church where Jesus comes down to the clouds and takes us up to heaven to be with him. Primeramente ocurre el rapto de la iglesia primero que Jesucristo va a venir en las nubes y nos va a arrebatar a nosotros y vamos a estar con él para siempre. After Jesus takes all the believers in Christ up to heaven, the earth will experience the worst time in human history, the tribulation. Después que el Señor venga y se lleve a su iglesia, el mundo va a experimentar el tiempo más terrible de toda la historia del mundo. Without the restraining influence of the Holy Spirit through the church, the world falls into terrible evil. 
Y como ya el Espíritu Santo no va a estar en la iglesia manteniendo el, el mal atrás, eh, lo malo, entonces va a venir un diluvio increíble para el mundo. Jesucristo dijo en San Mateo 24 que los días van a ser tan terribles como el tiempo de Noé en antes. And we're certainly seeing the beginnings of that today. Y hoy estamos viendo el comenzar de todo eso. Por siete años vamos a ver 21 juicios de Dios que va a ocurrir. La mitad de la población del mundo van a morir solamente en el comenzar de la tribulación. Pero mucha, mucha gente van a dar su vida a Jesucristo, se va a entregar a Él en el tiempo de la tribulación. Al fin de la tribulación, ahí es que el Señor Jesucristo va a regresar. Si vamos a Hechos capítulo 1, cuando Jesús ascendió al cielo en el primer coming. Cuando Jesucristo subió al cielo en su primera venida. Versículo 11 habla de los ángeles hablando con los apóstoles. Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Y nos dice, varones galileos, ¿por qué estás mirando al cielo? Este mismo Jesús que ha sido tomado de vosotros al cielo Así vendrá como le habéis visto ir al cielo. So we know that Jesus is returning because he promised to return in Revelation 22, chapter 20, uh, verse 20. Entonces nosotros notamos que Jesucristo va a regresar porque él no lo prometió a nosotros que iba a regresar, como nos dice en el libro de Apocalipsis, ahí en el capítulo 22. The last thing that Jesus said is surely I am coming quickly. Lo último que Jesucristo dijo fue, asegura, a, a, ciertamente vengo en breve. Quiere decir, cuando Él venga, algo va a ocurrir bien rápido. Y si vamos a San Lucas capítulo 21, comenzando de versículo 25 en adelante, Jesucristo nos dice a nosotros cómo van a ser esos días. Versículo 25 en adelante, yes. Entonces habrá señales en el sol, en la luna y en las estrellas y en la tierra angustia de las gentes continuada a causa del bromido del mar y de las olas. El mundo entero va a estar revolcado en el tiempo de la tribulación. Y nos dice versículo 26, desfalleciendo los hombres por el temor y la expectación de las cosas que sobrevendrán en la tierra, porque la potencia de los cielos serán conmovidas. La destrucción del mundo va a ser tan poderosa que no dice que el corazón de las personas van a fallecer por el temor que van a tener, por el miedo. Y 
Y nos dice que después, al final de la tribulación, o no ese versículo 27, entonces verán el Hijo del Hombre que vendrá en una nube con poder y con gran gloria. Como leímos en Hechos capítulo 1, que Jesucristo va a regresar en las nubes una vez más. Versículo 28 dice, cuando estas cosas comiencen a suceder, ergíos y levantaos vuestras cabezas porque vuestra redención está cerca. For those who accept Jesus during the tribulation, Jesus' return is redemption, it's rescue, it's salvation. Para eso que aceptaron a Jesucristo, su regreso va a ser una redención para cada uno de ellos. But with Jesus' return for those who've rejected him, it will be a time of dread and fear and judgment. Pero para eso que los rechazaron, va a ser un tiempo de tiempo y de temor. Excellent point. Muchas gracias, Nathan. And Nathan, these are incredible passages that we know these events are going to happen. Estos son unos pasajes que nosotros notamos que estos eventos van a ocurrir. But we oftentimes say, Nathan, also that there is hope for those that have trusted in Jesus Christ now because they will not have to experience uh, these judgments, right? Digamos que lo bueno es que hay esperanza porque esos que han puesto su fe en Jesucristo no van a tener que experimentar estas eh, situaciones. Correct. There is so many verses that talk about how that those who have accepted Jesus as Savior are exempt from God's wrath. Tanto versículo que no hablan que eso que ha aceptado a Jesucristo va, van a ser exento de la ira que viene. Certainly, we have to face tribulations and trials on this earth, uh, punishment at the hands of man and against Satan. Muchas veces vamos a pasar clases de tribulaciones aquí en este mundo en la mano de Satanás y la, las cosas que están pasando en el mundo. But the wrath of God is something different. It's like the flood. It's a special time period for God's judgment for the sins of this earth. Pero la ira de Dios es un tiempo especial que es el juicio de Dios para eso que lo han rechazado a él en este mundo. But there are so many verses that promise Jesus will rescue us before that wrath happens. Pero hay tantos versículos que no hablan que Jesucristo nos va a rescatar a nosotros antes que venga esa ira. I'm sure Pastor Vic, you can think of a good one. Dice él que yo sí sé alguno que nosotros, que yo puedo pensar en. And of course, Nathan, of course, I am reminded there in a First Thessalonians, me recuerda a mí en Primera de Tesalonicenses, uh, chapter 5, en el capítulo 5, where the Bible tells us that we are not appointed unto wrath. Que la palabra de Dios nos dice a nosotros que nosotros no hemos sido preparados eh, para la ira uh, de Dios. And uh, I'll just read verse 9 of 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians 5, versículo 9. Porque no nos ha puesto Dios para ira, sino para alcanzar salvación por medio de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, brother. Amen para eso. And you know, Nathan, of course, there are many other passages that, that, that clearly uh, uh, talk to us that we're not going to experience a uh, wrath because it's the grace of God that's poured upon those that put their trust in him. Nosotros notamos que hay muchos otros pasajes que no hablan nosotros, que no vamos a pasar la ira porque eso que hemos aceptado a Jesucristo es la gracia de Dios que ha sido derramada sobre nosotros que estamos aquí. So Nathan, the, uh, the second coming, la segunda venida de El Señor. Uh, any other wonderful passages or thoughts that you want to share with our listeners? Because some people, 
do get a little bit confused about uh, this situation. Porque hay alguna gente que sí están un poco confuso a través de esta situación. And, and even good Christians that maybe just don't know the Bible well enough, right, Nathan? They get a little confused in terms of the rapture, the second coming, the tribulation, and they start freaking out a little bit. Digamos que hay mucha gente que no conoce mucho la Biblia a través de la tribulación, a través de la segunda venida y a través de, de lo que del rapto de la iglesia. Y, y tienen un poco de temor, but they, they don't have to be freaking out. The Christians, right, Nathan? No tiene que tener temor los cristianos. I think it's because they, they have a view of Jesus that comes from, the, from his first coming. Mm, tal vez porque la gente tiene una, una vista de Jesucristo de su primera venida. There Jesus came meek like a lamb to die and suffer for our sins. Jesucristo vino co, como un cordero para morir por nuestros pecados. So we kind of picture Jesus as, as not that powerful. Entonces no vemos a Jesucristo como que él es tan poderoso. But they couldn't be farther from the truth. Read Pero, about Jesus in Revelation chapter 19. Pero eso no es la verdad, porque uno puede leer de, de, de Jesucristo en Apocalipsis capítulo 19. Can you take us there, Nathan? ¿No puede llevar allá? Certainly. Uh, Revelation chapter 19, starting with verse 11, shows a whole different Jesus than the Jesus as, as he came in the first coming. Apocalipsis 19, mm. versículo 11, nos enseña a nosotros de un Jesucristo como nosotros no habíamos visto antes. It's the same Jesus, mind you, but it's, it, it revealed his glory. Es el mismo Jesucristo, pero revela su gloria. Verse 11. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. Versículo 11 de Apocalipsis 19. Entonces vi el cielo abierto, y he aquí un caballo blanco, y el que lo montaba se llamaba Fiel y Verdadero, y con justicia juzgas a y pelea. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and his head on his head were many crowns. He had a name written on him, no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Sus ojos eran como llamas de fuego, y había en su cabeza muchas diademas, y tenía un nombre escrito que ninguno conocía sino él mismo. So, just to give a little backdrop, this is Jesus returning at his second coming. Y aquí es Jesucristo regresando en su segunda venida. And read who comes with him in verse 14. Y versículo 14 no habla con quién viene con él. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Y los ejércitos celestiales, vestidos de lino fino, blanco y limpio, le seguían en caballo blancos. Those clothed in fine linen, white and clean, we're told earlier, those are the people who are raptured up to heaven. That's us. Amén. Esos vestidos en el lino fino son los que han sido raptados en el cielo con él, y eso somos nosotros. So we return with Jesus. To watch him defeat evil. Y nosotros vamos a regresar con Jesucristo a lo que él va a tumbar lo malo. Verse 15. Now, out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. With it he will strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. De su boca sale una espada aguda para herir con ella a las naciones, y él las regirá con vara de hierro, y él pisa el lagar de vino del fruto de la ira de Dios Todopoderoso. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Woo! Y en sus vestidos y en su, en su muslo tiene escrito este nombre, Rey de Rey y Señor de Señores. <laughs> I mean, what an entrance. This is the King 
Esto es el rey que viene para destruir lo malo y para establecer su reino. Y podemos ir a versículo 19 de Apocalipsis para ver lo que ocurre cuando Jesucristo regrese. And I saw the beast. Y vi la bestia y los reyes de la tierra y a sus ejércitos reunidos para guerrar contra el que montaba en el caballo y contra su ejército. By the end of the tribulation, Satan, through the Antichrist, would have gathered the armies of the world to destroy the Jews in Jerusalem. Para el tiempo del de final de la tribulación, Satanás va a juntar todos los ejércitos del mundo para destruir a la gente de Israel, a los judíos. Pero cuando Jesucristo venga, Satanás va a tratar de tomar su armadura y todos sus ejércitos para pelear contra el Señor. El verso 20 dice, Entonces el bestia fue And with, with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive in the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Mm. Y nos dice versículo 20, Y la bestia fue apresada, y con él el falso profeta que había hecho delante de ellas las señales con las cuales había engañado a los que recibieron la marca de la bestia y había adorado su imagen. Estos dos fueron lanzados vivos dentro de un lago de fuego que arde con azufre. And the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Y los demás fueron muertos con la espada que salía de la boca del que montaba el caballo y todas las aves se saciaron de la carne de ellos. Y aquí notamos que Jesucristo viene y él solo destruye eh, todos los enemigos y sus ejércitos. No necesita a nosotros. So Nathan, we're not going to do much of anything. We're just spectators. <laughs> Le digo a Nathan, si nosotros no vamos a hacer nada, y me dice que no, que solamente vamos a ver. But this is the, the time in history that, that mankind has been waiting for, an end of evil. Y esto es el tiempo en la historia del mundo que la gente está esperando el fin de lo malo. Satan is thrown into a deep pit for a thousand years. Satanás lo meten por mil años, lo ha amarrado en un hoyo. The Antichrist and false prophet and followers are thrown into hell. Y el anticristo lo mandan para el infierno y el falso profeta. Jesucristo va a pasar juicio por eso que están vivos. Y eso que lo han aceptado van a vivir mil años en el tiempo del de milenio, el reino. En el reino de Jesús será un tiempo de paz. Righteousness and justice. Y el reino de Jesucristo va a ser un tiempo de paz y de justicia. Amen. Es el tiempo que nosotros estamos esperando. Estamos tan contentos. Nathan, and that's why we rejoice today. Por eso es que nosotros estamos tan contentos. And I know we only have a few minutes left of the program. Solamente nos quedan unos minuticos para el programa. But I think, Nathan, what we're hoping to do with this teaching on the second coming is really to encourage those that are tuned in that there is hope that Jesus is coming soon, right? Digamos que la idea de este programa de la segunda venida de Jesucristo es para animar a esos que están sintonizados para que vean que ellos hay esperanza y que Jesucristo viene pronto, right, Nathan? Oh, Jesus gave us many signs, like we read in some of them in Luke 21, that show that he is coming really soon. 
Jesucristo nos dio mucha señal a nosotros, como notamos en San Lucas capítulo 21, que Él viene bien pronto. El ministerio de Lamb and Lion existe para proclamar la pronta venida de Jesucristo. Scary times are coming upon the world, but believers in Christ have that hope Of the rapture of the church. Va a venir tiempos peligrosos, pero los creyentes tienen esa esperanza del rapto de la iglesia. Y que nosotros vamos a reinar con Jesucristo en su reino para siempre. Jesus calls the rapture the blessed hope. Jesucristo dijo que el rapto de la iglesia es la bendición que viene, la esperanza And bendecida. And I hope that everybody's listening has that blessed hope that they've accepted Jesus as their Savior. Y oramos que todo eso que están sintonizado que tengan esa esperanza que hayan aceptado a Jesucristo como su Salvador. From your heart, just pray, dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be su, my Savior. De su corazón digan, Jesucristo, perdóname de mi pecado y sea mi Salvador. And he promises to forgive you of your sins and give you a new life. Y promete limpiarlo de sus pecados y darle una vida nueva. Ustedes también pueden estar en ese caballo blanco con nosotros cuando Jesucristo regrese. Praise the Lord. Gracias a Dios. Nathan, what a wonderful word of encouragement. Qué linda palabra de ánimo para eso que están sintonizados. And of course, again, you can find more information at lambandlion.com. Pueden encontrar más información en lambandlion.com. And of course, Nathan, because time goes so fast, it's always a pleasure, man, to have you on the program. Oh. My uh, all pleasure, man. It's, it's wonderful. Thank you. Digo a Nate que el tiempo se nos va tan rápido y siempre es un placer tenerlo a él aquí en el programa. And Nate, would you be able to close us in a, in a brief word of prayer just to encourage maybe someone that is listening out there that doesn't have a relationship with the Lord? Oh, certainly. Lord, dear Jesus, thank you for your second coming. Thank Señor, you for your promise to return. Gracias, Señor, por su segunda venida y su promesa de regresar. If anyone listening hasn't accepted Jesus as their Savior, may they accept you today. Si no aceptado a Jesucristo, alguno que están sintonizados, que lo acepten a usted hoy. We look forward to your return, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Esperamos su regresa. Venga, Jesucristo, venga. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Nathan, for being on the program with us. It's a blessing. Thank Entrando you. Gracias, Nathan, por ser parte del programa. And of course, you can always check us out here on twave.org you can give us a call at 305-992-9537 pueden sintonizarse aquí a twave.org no pueden llamar a 305-992-9537 may the Lord bless you que Dios me lo bendiga have a great day que pasen un lindo día